0: The following podcast contains explicit language and movie spoilers. You've been warned. No, seriously, there's they're spoilers and, and foul language. Yeah. Welcome to $20 ticket where we tell you how much we'd pay to watch free solo. My name is Kerwin. Uh, today I'm joined by Jason. What's up, Jason? Hey, how's it going, Kerwin? I'm good, man, how are you? I'm doing all right, a little chilly. Cool, cool. <laughs> we'll get you a jacket, yeah. Uh, what are you drinking on today? A uh, nice, crisp, cold uh, Michelob Ultra. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, with us today also is uh, Muggs. How you doing, Mugga? I'm doing good, Special K. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. What are you drinking today?
1: I've, I've got two drinks. I've got one of Jason's Michelob Ultra and then 7-Eleven's finest Sutter Home Merlot.
0: That's Merlot. <laughs> I'm just saying. But <laughs> all right. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not French. It's all good. Uh, me, you know, myself, I got, a, I got a Michelob Ultra just like you guys in a nice, tall hydro flask full of water that i've been drinking uh so uh yeah uh let's get into the movie today we are uh we are reviewing a free solo uh, starring uh, alex honnold And uh, it was released uh, this year, 2018, on September 28th, produced by Little Monster Films and distributed by National Geographic. It's directed by uh, Elizabeth Chai uh, Vassarelli and uh, Jimmy Chin. The movie follows the journey of professional rock climber, Alex uh, Honnold, as he and his crew prepare for his free solo climb of El Capitan in uh, Yosemite National Park in California. Mugga, why don't we get into uh, some behind the scenes of that?
1: finance wise? Yes. So I, I I don't know because I think it is it for sure an indie film and I don't know exactly how much they spent, but as of to date right now and obviously still counting, is in theaters, it's a little over 8 million. I got around 8.1 million. But because it wasn't released in so many theaters, it had per um, on the opening weekend per location around seventy five thousand, which from what I read was the best ever for a documentary. Oh. So I, I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they were saying seventy five thousand per location on opening weekend, which deemed it the best ever for a documentary. I thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Was uh? Do we have anything for the other documentaries that came before it? Or? No,
1: I can look that up real quick. They, I know there was a record before that was like in the sixties or something like that, but okay. I forget. Yeah, they just beat it from what I read. So okay. Huh. I was surprised that it wasn't in so many other theaters, but that's why it's so low. But yeah, eight point one million and counting. I couldn't find any numbers though on how much it cost because I think it was over the years just independently financed. I guess I don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think and I think too. Like it's. It's just like I don't know where it got such kind of like the whole profile notoriety. Yeah. But I didn't see any buzz for any other documentaries coming out, and I definitely didn't see a lot of that you know, last year going into like Oscar season or right. season, like, you know, like it, you know, this has kind of been a, a high profile doc for this year. And you know, you know, you told us about it. Was so. it
1: high profile? Cause I, I think I originally saw a trailer for it on social media and that's, I just, I accidentally came across this and I was like, I want to see this. I never saw it on TV. I never saw it in a movie theater. And I think over time, I think it be- like was building as far as the buzz, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't getting as much as it did, you know? Mm, okay.
2: It's interesting too. Cause um, Rotten Tomatoes has the, the tomato meter at 99% and the audience score at 96 which I feel like it's a little backwards typically you see movies where yeah, you know audience scores are a little higher um, so I thought that was just, I mean but it's 99% is pretty awesome I
1: thought one time when I did look at it it was at 100% at one time I did
2: I thought I saw it at 102 Yeah. so I mean ninety nine. percent it's 99 right right now yeah.
0: Yeah, well I mean we got The Last Jedi that has a high critic score and a low oh audience score. So, I mean, it's not the only it's not the only one, but we'll talk about that movie uh, in the future. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's get into some more behind the scenes. Thanks much for the financials. You know, after we saw the movie, kind of went and did a little bit of research on uh, Alex um, He who's born August 17th, 1985, 33 years old. I started climbing at the age of 10 and pretty much kept it going from there as far as his adult life growing up uh, i do know that he went to uc berkeley and dropped out after a year Um, he says or claims that he never really met anybody or spoke to anyone and he hated college so much at the time that he would usually skip classes to go climbing Um, he ended up dropping out taking his family van and basically touring california and the rest of the country looking for cool places to climb outside of climbing he's the founder of the Honold foundation that uh kind of seeks to create worldwide energy equality by providing solar energy to people around the globe while also reducing humanity's environmental impact you know like we said before he's kind of a minimalist when it comes to living lives in a van i know he bought a house in the dock <laughs> but uh he kind of lives out of his van for for maybe like a decade or so uh, or more, and uh, pretty much drives wherever the weather's good, has a very simple lifestyle. Um, he is, he's actually the world record holder for what we're actually gonna get into the movie as far as his uh, climbing of El Capitan. He currently holds the top three fastest free climb times uh, with his partner Tommy Caldwell that we see in the film at uh, an hour 58, two hours and one minute, and two hours and 10 minutes. And this is climbing El Capitan, all completed in 2018 within a one-week span. Jesus! And this is not this is not free soloing. This is free climbing. So what's the difference? Yeah. So free climbing. uh, Let me look at my list right here. So free climbing, um, pretty much means you can use equipment for protection, but not for your ascent. Okay. So you would have to carry it all and climb, but you but it it only be for protection. And there are forms of free climbing, um, which are free soloing, which is what this movie is about and bouldering, uh, which is kind of like uh, free soloing but at uh, lower, lower heights. Right. Like uh, you could do that indoors or outdoors, but it would be at a, a lower height where falling would not prove fatal. Free soloing is essentially no protection, no gear whatsoever, aside from maybe your bag of chalk and your climbing shoes and pretty much one slip and you're done.
1: Just man versus nature.
0: Freaking <laughs> yeah. scary. I mean,
1: I mean that's <laughs> what I'm getting out of it, you know?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, it definitely is the most dangerous form. No gear, protective gear. He did do another doc where uh, it kind of featured his, I guess, climb of Half Dome, which is also in Yosemite, right? Right. Um, he said uh, in an interview uh, and also during his TED talk that um, he didn't plan as meticulously his climb of Half Dome, you know, compared to his planning for El Capitan. Right. With Half Dome, he kind of just said one day, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." He definitely, he definitely did his research. He did climb beforehand, but one day he just said, "Let's do it." Climbed up there. He got to a point where he, you know, didn't fully know if his next hold would work and allow him to climb, and that definitely changed his outlook and I thought he said he got lucky on that. He He didn't
1: didn't want to base his climbing on luck. It wanted to be that he was that great of of a climber. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He said he never wanted to have that uncertainty again. Right. Uh, he never wanted to go through that again, which is why it took so long for him to prepare for El Capitan and why he keeps such detailed notes in his, uh, his climbing journal.
2: Yeah, He's so meticulous before he climbs El Capitan. I mean, like it's, not it's just insane. like put your
1: hand on this, right? It was like right arm crosses over foot is on play. I and mean, yeah, it's so detailed. Oh yeah. But before you go that documentary, what, that was in 2011, right? When he did this. Yeah. When he did half dome. for half dome and, I, and they made a movie about it. I've never heard of it till I just started behind stuff on this one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Man, (laughs) all the notes I have are literally about what we're going to talk about in the film. So I'm trying not to delve into those too much. But um, quick facts about El Capitan. uh, Located in Yosemite National Park, California. It is 7,573 feet tall. um, But the portion that Alex climbed and most people climb is about 3,000 feet of climbing. So 3,000 feet of climbing. Ready, guys? Equals 2.06 Empire State Buildings. Wow. (laughs) Holy crap. That's nuts. 2.8 Eiffel Towers. It's 25 football fields long. And it's one tenth about the height of Mount Everest. Holy shit. And he climbed all of that without a rope. In three
1: hours and 56 minutes, right? Yes.
0: You got to be a little mental. I think just a tad. (laughs) That's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, We're definitely getting into that. Yeah. As far as, uh, as it relates to climbing, El Capitan is a pretty popular place to climb. Uh, most, I, I think uh, Yosemite in general is. you um, going to have to check on that. But over 30 fatalities have been recorded between 1905 and 2018. And
1: these are people not free-selling. They're just actually climbing, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I think this is
0: just climbing in general. I guess a lot of people are kind of blaming the fatalities as of late uh, based on people competing uh, on social media uh, especially for people trying to climb the fastest as well as trying to earn equipment deals, which is ironic because I think um, Cliff Bar sponsored Alex or other uh, free solo. I know drivers. he's also sp-
1: sponsored by North Face for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess uh, I guess they kind of bailed on, you know, the people that free soloed because it was kind promoting of, the bad
1: thing. Exactly. Which I'm wondering if that's what this movie will do now now that it's out, but we'll see, you know.
0: Yeah, that's that's another thing too. I, I, maybe this movie is going to kind of push more people to do that. There's a lot of talk about him being the elite when it comes to free soloing. He certainly doesn't view himself as that, but a lot of people are saying like this is the guy that could do it. This is the guy that could yeah. free solo anything and there's not a lot of people on his level. He's the the guy when it comes to this mm-hmm. stuff.
2: Yeah, not a lot of people are on his level. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's kind of your experience with this movie?
1: So folks? we all went to see it together. So experience, we kind of all had it. But one thing that I, I do want to point out, have you guys ever been to Yosemite to like actually see this?
0: No, I have
2: not. I, I was one time when I yeah. was like so in fifth grade or ironically, something.
1: Ironically, I went literally a month after he had climbed this to, first time ever. My dad pointed out, hey, there's Al C- El Capitan. You know, I think it's weird saying that. Then they call it El Cap or something like that, the slang term of it. But anyways. My dad had said, "There's a guy that just climbed that without a rope." Little that I know, that was the movie that we're like now talking about, and now I do want to go back. But like that was kind of like that whole time when I'm watching it, I was like, I was literally there after he did it a month later, you know, kind of seeing that it's it's pretty impressive when you look at that thing, you know. But um, watching the movie, I just saw it on a Thursday night. Uh, no, it was Tuesday night. It was a Tuesday night during the week, and I just glued to the seat because you're very very uneasy the entire time. I mean. I suggest if you ever go watch it, watch it in the theater because with, if you can get an IMAX too. But it's just it's not a comfortable movie to sit there and sit through because it's it's intense the camera angles and all that. I, I mean, I was nervous. I mean, there's a couple of times when I think my heart was racing fast. You know, even though I know he's going to make it, but it, it was a, it was an interesting experience.
0: And how about you, Jay?
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'd been there. You know, when I was a kid, twenty some odd years ago. And uh, I mean, I, I always remembered Half Dome, I and mean, that was one thing that always stuck out my mind about Yosemite. Like I could always picture that. I thought that was really impressive. Um, I do remember seeing the El Capitan, but I, I guess I, I was more impressed with the Half Dome. But after seeing this movie, I mean, I like you were talking about. I was on the edge of my seat a few times when they're showing him doing the practice climbs, and you see him miss a couple of footings. I'm like, okay, so now you're going to do this without a rope. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was definitely on the edge of my seat. I mean. The way they shoot this thing, too, is just, it's so impressive. And I guess when I was reading, they, they shot it all in 4K, too. Right. So I think that would be awesome. Maybe one day one of us has a big 4K TV to watch it again, just because, yeah. I mean, the detail. And it's just so beautiful, some of the scenery. So I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. I've i have never been to Yosemite. That's got to change. But, um, you know, I do have experience uh, indoor climbing. So, uh, you know, my interest was kind of piqued after you told us about this movie, Mugs. I, I guess I kind of looked at it from a like a practitioner's perspective kind of knowing different holds and all that other stuff and knowing how high you can get knowing how difficult these holds are and knowing how how long he's up there that really that really kind of adds to the element of suspense that you were talking about um so i looked at it from that perspective and i will say like i i really did enjoy this doc um you know from an athlete's point of view as well as just it's visually stunning but like
1: I I know you know a lot about like rock climbing indoors and all that. I've only been one time but just going that one time I mean and don't think that you can't watch this movie without having any rock climbing like knowledge. I mean it really kind of connects it to you. It breaks stuff down. It's very entertaining for people who have nothing if experience. But if you do have the littlest of experience I think you appreciate it that much more. It's like you're like I cannot believe he's really doing that because just me bouldering in an indoor facility freaked out on someone and I cannot believe this guy's literally doing it. It's impressive.
2: Yeah because indoor I mean, you have holds to follow. And there's pads. Yeah. yeah, Instructors
1: right there. Music's blaring, you know. Oh, yeah.
2: And you could fall on this big cushiony foam pad from 10, 15, maybe 20 feet, but thinking about something that's, you know, 3,000 feet, you know, I I just can't even imagine, man.
1: One fun experience, though, that I had, we were, I don't know if you guys caught this, he's he's at one of the most difficult parts, right, and and we're all, it's quiet in the theater, we're all watching, I think everyone's nervous, and the damn bird just flies right by, and you hear the sound, and you hear the theater like, oh my god, you know, like, I mean, did you guys catch that, too? Oh, like, yeah,
0: I got that. That yeah. would have freaked that, me that out. That stupid
1: bird, man, I was so pissed off at that
0: bird. That probably would have been the end of me. If <laughs> yeah. that was me. But uh, You know what, though, like, it's crazy, like, his, his confidence in the whole thing, because i remember i forget what part of the climb he was on but he just he looks right at the camera and he's like Whoo. smiles like yeah he's, just, he's yeah. just excited like i don't know i don't know how he does it or whatever but now let's uh let's get into the movie itself let's get into trash or treasure mugs why don't you go ahead and give us your trash and treasure for this so movie.
1: there's a lot that i like i mean i i think if you can take a documentary and make a story out of it like that entertaining i was impressed um the 60-minute interview that I talked about, when they really go over how he climbed half dome, I believe they used 14 cameras to actually do this. Some stationary, there was one on the ground 60 Minutes had that was viewing him and all along with guys that were climbing. My thing is, I think they had more for this. And what I was impressed with is how they filmed the actual scene. Now, what I mean by that is because the director said, I don't want to pressure this guy. I don't want to ask him, when are you doing it? I just had to literally be ready. I, I'm to have a film crew and everything set up and all that, all the cameras. I, I don't know. I just, the way they filmed that scene on the basis of what I know, because again, this guy, it's a life or death situation and you mess up, he dies. So you don't want to put any added pressure. So they could never ask him. He even says that in this one little like piece that I saw, I never wanted to ask him the question, when are you going to do it? I just had to watch and be ready and kind of feel him out. And to, be able to film as much as they did with that I guess like obstacle to go over. I I thought that was impressive because I thought they did a great job. And I mean, can you imagine if it took them three hours and 56 minutes, whether they had 14, I I couldn't find a, did you guys find a statistic on how many cameras they had stationary people that were there, the ones on the ground up top?
0: No idea. So I
1: I say it was 14, but now you have 14 cameras with footage of of nearly four hours. How the hell do you edit that? Like, like how do you edit that? How do you put it all together? I mean, dude, that, Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, so I'm so impressed on just that scene alone and to where it, they did such a good job. Like, again, I was on the edge of my seat, you know, and I think we did have a cocktail during that. I thought that would mellow me out. No, I was literally freaked out during that, that scene. And I, I, I just think that you have to give that credit. I mean, I mean, that's a lot of footage. So the directing, the cinematography, all that, I, I think I have to like, that's one thing I love about this movie. Um, my trash of this, I, they really go into his character, and I do believe that the girlfriend part of it, where they show how he is with her and whatnot, is relevant to the story, but I thought they went a little overboard. Like, I really did not care when they were going to buying a fridge. I don't know if that was necessary. I thought they really tried to make her a piece of the puzzle, whereas, like, it's about rock climbing. I get it that she's there, but thought they went a little too overboard where they try to get her connection to it. How does he – I don't know. I just – I don't know. Like, like, why are we watching them buy a, you know, a fridge in a Home Depot store? I guess I they're know.
2: just showing his personality. His, I don't know. We were talking, like, just the way he interacts with people just seems very – Different, yeah, yeah,
1: very different. But like, I think they did a good job at showing that already. You know, the way like when she asked him if it was me or free soloing, free soloing. Like he didn't even hesitate. You know, like or the one time when he's asking, <laughs> he's like, I feel like there's a question coming because she's trying to get her statement. You know, but I, I just thought they went a little too overboard with that. I think. I was kind of like, all right, come on, get back to what we want to see. I don't know. That's, yeah. that was the one, I mean, and it's not that bad. I mean, I really loved this movie, but if there's one trash that would, would have to be that would be it, you know, but I, I thought the, the way they filmed that scene was just amazing. I mean, I, I don't know. I thought they did a great job.
0: Cool. What about, uh, what about you, Jason?
2: I mean, I enjoyed, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about this movie, um, but I, I, really did enjoy it. Um, there's lots of things. I mean, kind of piggybacking off what Muggs was talking about, just the way they shot this, the way that they shot it and not getting any other cameras in it. I mean, what they had to go through being belayed off this huge like, piece of granite, just trying to shoot him free. So, I mean, it's just insane to think about.
1: And then, yeah, to not only like film it, but you don't want to do anything that jeopardizes his path, Mm -hmm. his mentality, make him, you know what I mean? And that's even... Well, yeah,
2: and, and the thing is too. Like we were talking about the sixty minutes and the TED talk, and they, he t- he describes how they had to climb up to remove some rocks, some pebbles that he did oh, not, yeah, yeah that yeah. he didn't want to knock off on accident when he was climbing, yeah, so it wouldn't fall and hit someone. And I mean, he's so meticulously detailed. Um, I guess there's one part we were kind of talking about this before we started the podcast, and I think that there he attempts the first time. And he slips, and he he grabs onto one of the anchors, and he's... I think he was nervous. There was a lot of people around. He just wasn't feeling it. Like you were talking about, um, they, they, they kind of told each other we're not gonna ask him when he's gonna do this. We do right. not want to add any more pressure because he's already under so much. He took some time off. He ended up going back and accomplishing it, but it's, it was kind of interesting to see like, hey, you know what? I need to take a step back. I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing this for anyone else. Yeah, they're filming it, but I need to take a step back, kind of regroup myself and come back and do it for me. And I, th- I thought that was kind of cool how like, I mean, although it was a movie, it kind of shows, hey, like, you're going to mess up. Sometimes you need to take a step back and you came back. I don't know. I really appreciated that part. It was kind of, it was real. Because to go into my trash, he, I I just, again, watching the TED Talk in the 16 minutes, he's a little more human. But when he's in this movie, and I don't know what's the element of the girlfriend. I don't know if he's nervous to be on camera. But, I mean... He's so emotionless. Yeah. Um, even in the 60 Minutes interview, he just, he's he's just so, so serious. Um, it's, all he's about is free soloing, but he's just so awkward with any other human. I don't know I how think, you guys
1: felt. I think that's the way he has to be. I mean, to me, like that would freak me out. I mean, just doing that with, I mean, he is shown that, it doesn't bother him that's why he is like emo- I don't I don't know I mean I don't
2: Maybe that's how he's so cool calm and collected when well, he's doing yeah. these climbs Well
0: I mean I- they did do the the MRI on him as a study um yeah. just to see you know what what kind of maybe mental state or physical attributes you have to have of the mind or the nervous system that will allow you to or could compel you to do you know this kind of activity and they found that you know the the parts of his brain that should trigger a fearful response you know, that doesn't happen with him. They he showed needs more of, yeah, to get going, to get that. And, um, he even said, which
1: is funny. I thought he looked nervous during the Ted talk. I'm just saying like that right now. I thought he yeah, looked nervous he in public speaking, you know,
0: that's something he's he not can climb oh
1: cap, no fear, but public speaking. Yeah. But yeah. yeah,
0: the other thing too, like he said, either in the 60 minutes feature or another interview was that, um, he doesn't get an adrenaline rush from this stuff at all. Like he says, and you know, this is, you know, directly from him you know, if I feel an adrenaline rush, that means something is wrong. Everything about this should be cool, calm, calculated, and executed perfectly. It should be studied. Where he has control. Yeah, yeah, the only time he ever gets an adrenaline rush is when he's not in control. So if he slips or if he misses a hold or something, he he definitely has something in him or something that's not in him that definitely allows him to do this.
2: Yeah it's just interesting like I mean it could be a bad point in the movie the interaction with him and the the girl maybe it it kind of adds to like those kind of that emotionless like emotion surfacing like you really it really exudes from him just like he's all about it he's willing to give up anything to do but I mean the cool thing is he's super passionate and he's very meticulous and that's probably why he doesn't he doesn't have that adrenaline because he does it so much. He knows it like the back of his hand climbing up there so many times. But I mean, again, I appreciate the movie. Um, That's probably my only trash part of it, but I think um, the the way they shot it was beautiful. The scenery was awesome. Um, Just everything about the movie, I I really did enjoy it.
0: Yeah. For me, I'm kind of, you know, I think we're all in the same boat here as far as what we love. I love these shots. The cinematography in this movie is amazing. These landmasses look massive you yeah. know, as they are in real life. And you really feel kind of the weight and the scope of you know what he's doing because- You feel like, like you're on the mountain. Yeah, you feel yeah. like you're on the mountain. Or the, like
1: the, 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 the wall, the whatever you call it. The yeah. wall, yeah. The
0: slab. The slab, <laughs> yeah.
1: That fucking bird, man. I'm telling you, I hate that <laughs> bird. If you haven't seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about when yeah, it comes out. When
0: it comes out, uh, you you might not be in your seat, but I really do appreciate you know the technical work of the crew because you know these guys are climbing themselves, adding uh, you know cameras, fixed cameras to the to the face of this wall. You know, also filming from, what, I think a mile out. Yeah. So they could shoot him from, uh, they could get those long distance shots with the telescopic lenses. So I, I do appreciate the technical ability and the, and the, you know, and the physical ability of these guys too. Because they're all, you know, for the most part, I think professional climbers in their yeah. own, right? Yeah. So I, I love the fact that they were able to capture, capture so much of his climb from a distance as well as up close. And I also got to admire the physical, physical ability of Alex himself. This dude is doing holds I couldn't even do when I was decent at indoor climbing. Um, I, I believe there's one part in a, in the 60 Minutes interview where they showed how he was, either that or the Ted Talk, where he was showing how he held all of his weight um, against like one thumb. Yeah, yeah it was, it, yeah. It was all of that against one thumb, and that, and you know, you know, we've been climbing, you've been climbing, like, you know your, your fingers Well, I, I have not been climbing,
1: I went one time. Yeah. One well, time inside. Well, I
0: think I only went once with you, yeah. once or twice, yeah. we bouldering inside. But like, just
2: that 18th.
1: one time gives you an understanding of what he's literally doing. Yeah, you know?
0: and you appreciate that a yeah. lot.
2: Cause you see him doing the pull-ups with his fingertips, yeah. and oh, yeah. you're just like, cause I remember when we went and did it, we were there probably an hour and a half, two hours, like kind of goofing around, trying to, oh, at least me, I was trying
1: to figure and it out. think about that, two hours, right? Hart, he's literally doing that for three hours Fifty minutes nonstop, you know, yeah, one climb, one climb. Yeah. yeah. insane. And,
0: and it's not even just like, Oh, I'm tired. I'm gonna jump off now. It's like, yo, know, I'm gonna die if I don't, <laughs> yeah. if I don't go. Yeah. So I, I do appreciate, you know, the physical ability of him and his crew and the technical ability of his crew as far as getting this shot. My trash for this movie is Here very similar comes. to both of you guys. <laughs> um, when I walked out of the theater with you guys, when we saw this movie, I Felt a disconnect. I felt as though I didn't really care about the person that I was being shown. And maybe that says something about me, you know, cause like I, I have expectations, you know, and that just says something about me as a viewer, mm-hmm. but I felt so disconnected from him because of the way he's portrayed in this movie. I know he's friends with the people that shot him and all this other stuff but I felt like he lacked a certain humanity or human aspect to his character.
1: Couldn't agree more.
0: Exactly. But yeah.
1: it's a, and I, and I, But do you really think that that is true? No, no, I don't. See, so that's, that's what, that's okay. what I'm
0: going to get to. That's that's what I'm going to get to. So, I felt that he was emotionally vacant towards his girlfriend. I felt that he had an unhealthy obsession with uh, climbing. I felt that when it came to matters of life and death and the consequences that he had no regard for that and I walked out of the theater feeling almost as if he was antagonistic towards the audience. You know, we have a documentary in which we're supposed to care about this adventure that you're taking us on. You know, you're trying to do something that hasn't been done before and you know, why show us this man, if we're not at some point going to care about him and everything he says and does is, is shot or featured in such a way it's, it's antagonistic towards human emotion. Right. You know, I, I've never been hurt before, but I get with this girl and I fall twice in a month. I should probably just break up with her or, you know, when it comes to, oh yeah, if you die, oh yeah, you know, if I die, that's it.
1: You think that was like for the movie then?
0: I and that's the thing. Like, I'm not gonna accuse the the filmmakers of doing anything. They are his friend, and you know they they shot it this way. And this is my first ever experience with this human being. You know, I've never met the guy, but I can honestly say, like, you know, being this my only experience with this man, I can't help but feel like he's just emotionally vacant. Right. He's not there, and so I walked out of that movie feeling a little salty, but you know, upon doing research, um, you know, last night I I watched the 60 minute doc. I watched his Ted talk. I watched his vice sports uh, feature. And I I really have a big problem because all the things that I thought about him after watching this movie turn out to be pretty untrue. When I watched uh, his 60 minutes interview, he's definitely much more lighthearted, definitely more approachable, you know, uh, compared to how he's featured in this film, when I watched his TED talk, yeah, you know he's nervous on stage, but you know most people are too. But he's he's definitely much more human and humorous. When he talked about how he climbed up and nobody paid him any mind when he got up to Half Dome, and then you know he's walking down the side of the mountain without his shoes on, and somebody's like, "Oh man, he, that guy's hiking with no shoes. That's so hardcore!" Like, <laughs> like you you know that he's got a humorous side, a sense of humor. And you know he's human. He you know he's humble. Like he he can make fun of himself. And then when I watched the Vice Land feature, the Vice Sports feature, excuse me, uh, when he went out to Angola, uh, out on the continent of Africa, and he went climbing at you know different rock formations, he's just a cool ass dude. Like right. he you know he swears like us. He talks like us. He's just a chill ass dude.
2: So is it the cameras on him? What what do you th- was it the element of his girlfriend being there? Was it pressure? I mean, why do you think that? In the movie, he,
0: yeah, go,
1: keep going.
2: In the movie, he was so much like like vacant. He emotional. did say
1: the cameras on him all the time really got to him. So you're on the mountain, right, doing the research when he was with ropes and all that. There'd be a camera crew, and then the minute he would get off, a whole new camera crew would be there filming him. And he says that at, at times it was. I think it did make him uneasy, but, but in I'm my not, opinion.
0: But I'm not even talking about the camera. That's all understandable. Yeah. I'm not talking about him being on the mountain. I'm talking about him being off the mountain. That's what I got a problem with.
1: But I think what he, what Jason is it, is it because the cameras on him? That's the side that we saw I mean maybe the director well, didn't
0: know because that vice sports feature it's only a half hour long but like the camera is on him for yeah most, of, right. it, most yeah. of the time but I think I think it has to do with the way it was edited I think and you know like I said I don't want to I don't want to shit on the, the makers of this movie they're there's friends obviously but I feel like this movie was edited in such a way to remove those normal human aspects you know of his personality, so they show him film. being different. Of yeah, why he's I, then capable of I think, climbing I think that. They, what he does, I think they only showed us emotionless content or relatively emotionless content. Because in that vice feature, he's just he's just a normal ass dude that likes to climb. Like yes, there are there there are parts of him that are very matter of fact, and you know that that was proven in the MRI. Like you know he he has like a like a high tolerance for fear type things that most people are afraid of. But I feel like this movie is edited in a way to to remove him from the audience even further than he he really is in reality or should be. And and that's my biggest problem. At first my, my, ma- my major trash with this movie was, you know, he's not human. But upon seeing other things that he's featured in, my biggest problem with this movie is that why why did you why is why did you edit it this way? Or why did you only show this stuff? You know he when he's with his girlfriend all the shots of him are kind of most of the shots i would say are kind of him not not really showing interest like him and his girl are still together you know obviously you know i kind of did some research into that and you know they're on each other's instagrams all that other stuff like they're still together or at least if they're not together they still hang out and all that stuff but it's just like they show him as being kind of a kind of a dick boyfriend you know when you talk about the matters of life and death it's just like he he's just so emotionally removed from it but when you watch these other interviews he's in you know he's very he's very human about it it's just like hey you know this is this is something that could happen you know i don't want it to happen like when he talks about his process you know i make sure that everything i do is correct so that i do come down the mountain not just i just do it to do it yeah i need to do it i feel like the way they portray him in this movie gives him an almost unhealthy obsession with this activity. Whereas when you watch other features, it is an activity that he's driven to do. Right. But not irrationally. I I get it, you know.
2: It's just interesting. I mean, like, they left the scene in with the fridge.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't, know what that was for.
2: I mean, I get it. They're trying to show time has passed. I get it. But I think at the same time, um, like, leave in some of those emotions. Like, show him, like, cursing or getting frustrated or... Um, him, and his girlfriend, make I mean anything like just show
1: some emotion. But then it becomes real. Like yeah. now you're looking at this guy. Like I don't know. Like, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't
0: you don't know. you don't think that would make uh, a better doc? Like for us to be closer to him.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I agree, but I I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't really look at it that way. I I just I liked how they also you know. I don't don't know. I I can't explain. I I I really didn't think of him in that way, where he wasn't a cool guy. I just thought that, hey, this is why he's able to do what he's doing. You know, like you don't see the difference
2: from the movie to like the interviews and stuff, the TED Talk. You don't think you don't see a difference?
1: The TED Talk, I do. I thought he looked nervous in the TED Talk. I really did. You know?
2: I I mean, I don't know if you look nervous. I guess he looked nervous, but but the
1: sixty minute interview, I think it's to me, I'm looking. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. You know? I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. In the editing, like I. I don't know how. I mean, when you are editing, like you only have so much footage. Maybe that's all they had to work with. Maybe he didn't want them to see. I, I don't know. You know. I mean, you know? they
0: they followed his ass around for like three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah, I had yeah. three years of footage, and you're close to the guy. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I feel like there's I feel like there's stuff there that they purposefully left out
1: to make the movie better. To make it emotional. I mean, more interesting. Like, oh, this is why this guy does it. I get what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But but you can still do that while still you know, leaving in the normal human aspects. It could have been him
2: character. too. Maybe he didn't want maybe. to show that side maybe. of him. Maybe he wanted yeah. to be completely That's serious true. all about climbing, really show his passion and devotion. For, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to actually, think yeah. of you know did what?
0: That. That's a good point. I never thought of that. So you brought it up just now is like, maybe he didn't want the movie to be about his personal life so much, you know, maybe he didn't want, to people well, to I,
1: I, from what I, I don't know, back me up on this. I thought the director, they were friends, yeah. wanted to make a movie about him just climbing in the free solo aspect. He said, no, if we're going to do that, it's got to be something big. Let's yeah. make it about climbing El Cap. And maybe that's what he was going for then too, in a sense of like, here's what I wanted you guys to see or show. I don't know. Maybe that's... I mean, that's because
2: I mean, he's very meticulous. He's, I mean, he does what, what he wants to do. He lives in a van. Yeah. He, that's all he's about. He lives on... However, 88 cents a day or something like that eating food $1,000 a month like he's really minimalistic he's very controlling maybe he controlled that part of the movie too I, maybe, mean, yeah.
1: I yeah, don't know
0: m- yeah maybe maybe because of that maybe because of the nature of his activity where you kind of kind of have to be removed from that yeah. in order to deal with the fear factor maybe maybe at some point he felt that Maybe the audience doesn't need to see this because it needs to only be about the climbing. Right. Maybe I get that too. That's a, that's a good point, Jay. I Honestly, that. yeah. yeah. That's a really that's good point. That's what I'm here
2: for. That's so why you guys keep me around.
0: <laughs> well, we don't pay you, so. I, <laughs> but uh, But thank you. No, no, yeah, you know, you're right. You know, it's still a major problem for me. That that would be my trash. So, of the movie, you are, but.
1: my question: You're talking about the editing. That, did you like the editing of the way they did the actual like scene itself, where he's climbing oh, up yeah. it? Yeah, okay. Every, just sure. I, about, yeah. To me, I loved the editing of yeah, it. You know, I like, felt
0: like I felt like there was character editing. Okay, and that's that's kind of what I didn't appreciate. That's but.
1: Hollywood, though, right? I mean, yeah. in a sense. I mean, come on, you know. Yeah, seriously, but
0: <laughs> yeah, you're yeah right. when they show the
2: climb, they show all the cameras being set up. They show like him and his van. I mean everything was really good. Yeah. Like but it's just just that part, I think just the character. They they could have edited it a little bit better to make him more human, more real.
0: Yeah. So, you know what? I think I got to I think I got to fall back on that opinion a little bit. I, I still do have a problem with it, but that that could have definitely been a factor like you're saying, Jason. So, you know, I'll I probably probably look at that. Maybe there's some behind the scenes we'll yeah. wa- we'll have access to later on or I just got to watch more interviews about this movie in particular to figure out, you know, what may or may not have been cut. Etc. But yeah, um, overall I did love it. And, uh, you know, uh, anything else you guys want to discuss before yeah, we get before
1: to before I do, I do want to discuss one yeah, thing. So I didn't want to bring this up before. Cause I want you guys an honest answer. Say this is us. We want to film this movie. Show? No, no. <laughs> there, okay. There it is. <laughs> Say this is us. We have a friend. We're climbers that do you want to make this film or would you make it? Cause to me, like, I don't know, I feel like one, like you could theoretically see your friend fall and you're capturing it on video. Like it's not a documentary of him, it's a him dying now, you know? Do you wanna be a part of that? Or two, like okay, he was gonna climb El Cap regardless. So they're like if he's gonna climb it, we'll film it. But do you put any added pressure on him? Like to where it's like, hey, are you in his way of his path? Are you putting the pressure on him? Like to where like this does cause him. So you're him. saying, you're saying like, like, would, like. If you had the opportunity to be in the director's shoes, Given this up, would you guys have done it?
0: Ooh, that's tough. I think, I think there was pressure on him too, because remember how he said, I, I will get back to your questions, yeah. but like there was, there was kind of this, uh, thing with him too, where he said, I don't want it to be this event where I start my climb and people are watching. I'm just going to go out and do it when I do it. Yeah. So his first attempt, he went out at like four in the morning. Yeah. And then like after a while he's like, Nope. And he just came right back down because like, he was not feeling it. He felt the pressure. And then the second time, like he, he felt good. He went out on his own and he drove up there. You know, he actually said you know, bye to his girl and all that. I do appreciate that part of it. But he did actually say bye to his girl and all that. And he did it. Um, and I think the pressure on his part, kind of the opposite of what you're asking, would be, should I ask my friends to film me doing this? And what if I die? Like, do I want my friends to film me possibly dying? And that's another question to ask. But as far as as me being a director and a filmmaker, I'm not either of those. But if I was in their shoes, I don't know if I could do it, man. I don't know if I could film something knowing that my friend could lose their life. But at the same time, it's just like... And you're also adding pressure to
1: this situation. I mean, it's already pressure enough to climb this thing, but now to put cameras on there, and we're all watching and we're all rooting for you it's more added pressure to where that might not be good at it. I don't know. I'm just wondering if you had the opportunity, would you guys do it? I don't think I would.
2: I don't know if I could. I mean, I'm thinking about it and I mean, they made it clear, I think in the movie and on some of the articles that, you know, they, they weren't going to ask them, you know, when he's going to do it, right? I think trying to remove that pressure at least because I think that you got someone nagging you every day, and I get it. I and mean, you got people standing around
1: just waiting for him to do this. And, and again, the girlfriend I kind of respect for the first time she was there when he attempted it. Then she came back. She says "You're already done." He goes, "No, I didn't do it." So the second time she's like, "Look, it. I'm out. Like, I'm out. Just you have the five, whatever it was. Like, I know you're planning on do it soon. Call me when it's done. I don't want to be added." I, I kind of respected her for that. I thought that was kind of courageous, right that's there. That's
0: what his mom said too. Yeah. Like. He never tells me when he does these right. things. He only tells me after, and I'm yeah. glad he does that. And that's that's another thing going back to my trash with this movie is like we only see his compassion, you know, or like, you know, representations of it through other people. I feel like whatever he might have has been doctored a little bit. But, but I I do appreciate the fact that he doesn't tell his mom when he climbs. I did appreciate that the day he decided to make his climb, he actually did have a moment with his girlfriend and said goodbye yeah. as opposed to the other time where he just booked it without telling her. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because yeah, I remember she was kind of asking him, kind of beating around the question, and he just wouldn't say, you know, which way, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what he's going to do. Yeah. So that was interesting. I mean,. I, I like that he's not telling anyone when he's going to do it because I feel like it's more real. It's more for him, like, and that's what he wants. I mean, that's th- that's what I'm getting from the movie. Is he's doing it for him, and the reason they're doing this movie is because if they're going to do a movie, he's going to do something big. And I get all that, but I do like that. Could I film it? Could I be s- sitting there potentially watching? I mean, I would imagine after years of this, we're pretty close friends, watching a close friend literally die. Yeah.
0: Uh, there was there was a point in the movie where they talked about somebody that he knew or another kind that of died. famous climber that yeah. died uh, free soloing. And I, I think that happened during the film, like during the filming of the movie. Not not in the movie, but it was mentioned, and it happened at the same time they were filming. And kind of his reaction was just like, oh.
2: Well, it yeah. happens, kind of. Yeah, it happens. And I was, I was just... What's thinking. for breakfast? And it's like, it was that cold. Yeah, and that... Maybe that not cold, but just... Yeah. So nonchalant, just so emotionless. Yeah, I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, you do, come on, man. Yeah, I, like,
1: I know you get. I, I I liked it. I I thought it just showed why. I mean, any other person is going to be free. I I don't know. I liked it. I, I and it, it
2: showed his passion. It showed yeah. that. I mean that. I mean, but you think about other things. I mean, I know what he's doing deals with life and death, but you think about like musicians or athletes that you know really master their craft. It's just it. I feel like they still have other interests, they're still human beings with this guy, at least the way the movie showed it. It's just very interesting.
0: But I think (laughs) it shows the difference between kind of this versus like football. People die on football fields. People get life-changing, life-altering injuries on the football field as we watch the Chargers play the Raiders. (laughs) But I think with that, you kind of go into it knowing that it could happen, but there's a very low probability of having a life-altering uh, injury, you know, during like a team sport or something, there's a very low probability. With this, you know, it's 50-50. You either, you either make it to the top or you don't.
1: But my thing is, so, like the guy on the ground that has the, the, the camera just up there and he can see it through everything, the whole climb and all that, he probably is the worst position to watch this whole thing go down like, oh, yeah. like if you want to relate it to sports like if you're in a World Series game one swing of the bat at a, at a certain point in the game can mean everything right so when it's that hey they're down by two there's two men on one swing can change it to where now you lose that lead to me, when this guy's watching it, one wrong step and this guy dies for three hours and 56 minutes. And I think that's, to me, like, that would freak me out. Yeah, you know? the stakes like,
0: are much greater oh, yeah. in this kind of sport. And he, yo, the dude wasn't even looking in the camera like the whole time. Yeah, he they, walked away. He's just like, and I can't look. Yeah, I can't look.
1: Another thing I wanted to bring up is that everyone kind of, oh, well, what? again, the, the less you know about what he's doing, then the less you're going to be freaked out, the more you know. I just, me being, everyone's like, why do you like surfing? Because I love surfing, all that. In any other almost sport, almost any other sport, if something goes wrong or bad, you have the ability to call timeout. Whether it's an extreme sport like skateboarding, hey, let me put the board aside, Basketball, hey, the momentum is changing. Call timeout. Something like surfing, like if a a set comes in, you can't call timeout. You've got to get out of dodge, otherwise you're in big time trouble. With him, say it gets really bad. Winds coming, or what? Like in the one documentary I saw, it was hailing on what, not on this this climb, but another one. You can't call timeout. Like you have to somehow power through it. You know what I mean? It's just like that freaks me out. Yeah, I'm gonna say that word, but anyways, but like I, I how it's just like. That would, free, like, say, like, your adrenaline starts going, you can't just, like, calm down, time out, let me sit down and, like, kept, like I don't know, I thought that was, like, the craziest thing also, you know, like, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's, like, they talk about one point, there's no, there's a the point of no return where if you're committing, you're going, you can't go back down, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, I thought that was kind of, that really freaked me out, too.
0: Yeah, I think that's, and I think that's uh, part of the, part of the sport, too, like, uh, that's just the nature of it. That's why, what'd they say, fewer than 1% of climbers do it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And over the half of the people that have made Free Solo a career have died. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: Sign me up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, any uh, any other things you guys want to talk about before we get to reviews? Huh? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm ready good. to go. Yeah. yeah. Now we're uh, at the part of the podcast where we tell you how much we would pay to see Free Solo Mugs, how much would you, uh, would you pay to see free? So
1: I've gone back and forth. It's definitely a high score for me. Um, but, uh, and again, I want everyone to understand you don't need to know anything about rock climbing to enjoy this movie. They do a good job at describing everything and and getting it. If you do have any experience of it, it does make it that much more impressive. Um, I just, I don't know if I can give it a 20. I feel like there's a couple other documentaries that I would put above it that I love. And I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 15 on this one. 15 is what I would pay high, high rating for me, but yeah, I can't put it in the 20, maybe over time. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the more I look at it, the more I watch it. Again, I've only seen it once, but I I have to go 15. Okay. Uh,
0: Jay, how about you?
2: I mean, like I said, I wasn't really jazzed about Watching the movie, I mean, I wasn't—it wasn't something on my radar really. I guess there wasn't a lot of advertising around it. So, I mean, walking into it, um, I wasn't sure what to expect. But, like, I mean, the way they shot it is awesome. Um, Although he is a little awkward in the movie, I mean, you can see his passion. It's a good story. um, But I can't—I can't do 20. I think I got to do 15. I I think walking out of the theater, I was almost at a 10. But I think kind of looking at and a lot of it's based on the way they portrayed him, mm. whether that was his decision or the way they, the director or whoever edited it. It's just it's interesting the way they portray him. But I think after seeing a little bit of you know, the 60-minute interview, um, the TED Talk, it, it kind of humanized him a little bit more for me. Um, so I, I'm going to give it a 15. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah, um, like you, Jason, I felt the exact same way. I walked out of the theater thinking um, I would only pay $10 to watch this. I definitely had a problem kind of connecting with his, you know, I can't say with the character, he's a human, but I couldn't I couldn't connect with him. And I felt he was so distant and emotionally vacant and almost antagonistic. But it wasn't until I watched more of him uh, in other documentaries and, you know, other interviews that I really felt like this movie kind of does him a disservice uh, as far as the way it was edited. To kind of portray him you know don't get me wrong there are moments in the movie like i said like he doesn't tell people when he's going to climb because he doesn't want to you know put the fear in their heart you know he does you know he does love his girlfriend all that other stuff but i feel like there are certain moments in the film that are just kind of either put in there or there may be moments that are removed to kind of show the more human aspects of his character and i like the guy i've seen him in other stuff he's a cool ass dude but, uh, you know, I'm not giving this a 20. Um, I'm going to give this movie a 15. It's beautifully shot. You know, it's it's amazing, once again, the technical ability of both the crew and, uh, you know, the subject. But uh, I'm going to give this movie a 15 because I do feel like, you know, I, f- I feel like there might be some footage or, you know, something just something about it, you know, irks me the wrong, you know, it irks me a little bit having seen him in other things. Where he's much more personable, so I'm gonna give this movie a 15.
1: Before we cut out, what what could have what could have happened for you to give it a 20? Um, you is know, it the, char- the character the character is really that bugging you that much. Huh?
0: I, I I it's not. I I think the problem. I felt I felt almost antagonized by his lack of emotion when it came to certain things. Like he's doing a life or death thing, and I feel like it was it was beyond being emotionally vacant to the point of being antagonistic towards other people or the idea of life and death right which I thought was a bit reckless like why even have a girlfriend then if you're going to make certain statements true you know, true why why even have friends if you're going to be this way but you know once watching other things that he's in much to to what Jason was saying is just like he's not that way he's he's totally not that way I, and I and I and I can't imagine why the decision was made, whether it's on his part or the filmmaker's part to not include that kind of stuff in this film if you've been following him around for like, what, three years, you said? Yeah. Yeah, for three years, you can find, you know, you edited, you must have edited out a lot of stuff over the course of three years. It's a lot of footage. Yeah, to, to, to reduce it down to the kind of, you know, like acidic remarks you know, about his girlfriend. I
2: mean, did you catch yourself like almost laughing at a few parts that weren't really meant to be funny? It's just the way he spoke to his girlfriend. You're like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. He did, you know. And he did, yeah.
1: (laughs) I, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I just, I think I was more attached to the situation, the sport, the mountain itself or the the wall, I wasn't really, I don't know. I, I guess you're right. Maybe I wasn't attached to his character. Maybe I wasn't, you know, I was yeah. looking at from, and
0: I And I think the real feat itself, you know, it is the star of the movie. You oh, know, of course, we're not supposed to, you know, this isn't about like his life story or whatever. Like, the, you know, this movie is about his, his free solo climb, the first ever of El Capitan. And this movie does succeed, uh, on a story, storytelling level, you know, as far as how he goes through his process, uh, as well as, you know, Uh, capturing the climb itself the movie does an excellent job and and it does overcome you know my one fault with this film it does overcome that which is why I give it a 15 cause if you know if those were shitty shots and you know he never climbed it I'm giving that thing a 5 dude right like that's it but yeah, I'm sticking with 15, you got 15. 15, so I'm I'm, in, 15. I'm a
1: math teacher, so I'll add this up. So 15 times three is 45, if you divide that by three, it's an average of a score of 15.
0: Okay, okay. yeah, so uh, yeah,
1: Free Solo. I can do the math again if you guys don't <laughs> trust yeah. me. Thank God you're here, Average now. score We've of 15. Yeah. yeah,
0: so Free Solo, uh, we are paying $15 to watch Free Solo. Uh, any closing comments before we go see, see it? It's worth it. Go,
1: go
2: the, see if it. If you're gonna watch this movie, see it in a theater. See, see it, in it in a the theater. Service.
1: And if you can, if you could go rock climbing one time inside <laughs> one of the, because it really does add. You understand like how hard that sport is, you know, and like so when you're up there, it's that because the guy says in the quote. If you don't know, then you're kind of like, okay, if you know anything about the sport, you're like, you understand he's crazy right now to do what he's doing, you know? Oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, so, so it's like, I, I, but go see it. Go see it, it's worth it. Yeah,
0: uh, anything else, Jay?
2: Yeah, no, like I said, just if you're gonna see this movie, which I think you should, you gotta see it in the theater.
0: Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with uh, both of you. And uh, yeah, so that was our review of Free Solo. And, uh, you know, we'll... Uh, what i don't have a sign off we'll, we'll come up with a sign off we'll come up with a sign off Bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of twenty dollar ticket follow us on instagram at twenty dollar ticket and leave your ticket price about the movies we've reviewed if you have any comments or suggestions send them to twenty dollar ticket at gmail.com that's two zero the numbers twenty dollar ticket at gmail.com be sure to subscribe to us via apple podcasts and thank you for listening